Hi, welcome everybody to, oh, so much echo. This is going to be the worst podcast ever. Yeah, that's Kenny in the background. Uh, welcome to the podcast anyway, episode 21. And let's see how terrible this audio will be because I super look forward to the editing. But we're live from the Hinman, which stands for the Herm International Non-Monetary Broadcast Center. And we welcome Joe, he's back with us, and Jimmy. And then, of course, Kenny in the background. We'll, we'll have him hollering stuff out. Before we get started today, a couple updates. The Rich talked about a 1971 911T, the one-owner car in Albert Blue. That uh, up to one hour before the auction was still at 73000 And in the final hour, it doubled to a sell price that more than doubled of 171911 See what they did there? I, I, ca- I got you. <laughs> and then Jimmy, he had a Speedway Green 1990 C4 9-11. It went for 161 Somebody missed an opportunity to add a 911 at the end of that, but that's okay. Well, welcome, Jimmy, Joe, Kenny. What do you got for us today, Joe? You know, uh, you know. Uh, apologies. Joe has echo um, for us today. So I've got. Um, I've I've got like four four Joes. Am I being four times paid for this this morning? begin at it all right so i've got a 1983 lada neva 1600 for those taking notes it's a left-hand drive uh russian manufacturer uh it's three hours remaining if you need to hop online real quick it has bid up to eleven thousand right now thirty-two thousand original miles so this is a good looking car uh, like a small suv hatchback Red in color, pretty rustic. Tops out at 60 miles an hour for those uh, needing a commuter automobile. Would be a good uh, piece to pick up. I like it. It's a good-looking car. Uh, can you still buy a lot of Neva in this country with uh, our relationships? With uh... I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the politics behind that. It, uh, they are still currently being made, I believe. But uh, I don't know. The biggest comment that I see is, uh, can you get parts and how fast do the tires wear? Is is tire wear really a concern? At 60 miles an hour, probably not. You might be able to do uh, pretty good through a blowout on that, but it's not uh, not uh, not in my purview yet. I may pick it up for 11.5. You never know. See what happens. It's up in Michigan. If anybody likes driving up there, you could probably pull this off for four months out of the year. Um, otherwise, it's going to be uh, a little bit of a... Uh, roll of the dice, whether or not you'll get there safely. I think safely. you ought to get it, and then we could podcast from it, and it would probably sound better than where we are now. That would be awesome. It's a closed, a closed space, so we'll put, throw some eggshell crates around. And I guess uh, my only question is, the that person that asked about the tire wear, have they never owned a car before? Like that's, <laughs> I'm not sure. It sounded like a beginner question to me. Um, I'll do a little bit more reading and see if there was uh, perhaps some issue. 
in the past. This is 83. They, they were making it before is then. Is that a follow-up question to how many tires are required for this car? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I didn't read that deeply into the comments. That's, yeah. a, that's a good note. Uh, but that's probably comment, where I would have started. <laughs> how many tires do you need? <laughs> <laughs> how many how many cars are any yeah, tires, tires you for this car? Well, you started with a half an engine uh, a few weeks ago on uh, one of the MGA auctions. Uh, yeah, I think building that's, up I've learned something today. If I have not learned anything, that's the first question I'm asking the dealer the next time I buy a car. Excuse me, how fast do the tires wear on this? How fast? That's a, that's a good thought. I think that, uh, you know, moving forward, this will probably be something that, you know, we can petition to our government as well. You know, the, we have, are required to have fuel economy on the sticker, the window sticker. We should also put tire wear quickness on there and just have a rating like a washer and dryer, you know. How fast can you get to the top of the Lincoln's head on the penny? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. That's funny. What are you looking at today? Uh, I, uh, I keyed in on a 1953 Chevy uh, Corvette, which is currently at $65,000 with three days remaining. Just a couple of neat facts. It's um, one of about 225 remaining and 300 of them. There were only 300 of them ever built. And um, just a pretty car. Uh, reminds me of one. My next door neighbor had a 1954 Chevy Corvette. And he would uh, be working on that in the garage and I'd go over there. I'd be like, uh, Dennis the Menace going over there uh, every time he was in there working on it, checking on it, and just wanting to look at it. It was a, it was a stunning car, you know. Certainly something different. And this one, that car is not unlike this one, uh, certainly. So it uh, have some fun memories of that seeing, you know, a similar car. Um, an interesting thing of note in the comments section with this one is that the seller says that it was uh, part of the Peter Max. VH1 collection, and for uh, those of us back in the day when MTV and VH1 actually played music and uh, didn't do whatever they're currently doing, which I don't know what that is, uh, they used to run contests, and one of the contests was they gave away, I don't know what it was, 25 Corvettes or whatever, one from every model year that they had, you know, at the time, and, and apparently this was one of the, the, the 1953 model in that uh, in that contest. And, um, for those of you who are, who are interested, uh, there, I think somewhere on YouTube, there's a really neat video on, on that whole, uh, contest and what happened there. And I would encourage you to kind of look that up, but that was back in the day when, uh, MTV and VH1 did some pretty neat stuff. Uh, I, I also would tell you to take a look at this on bring a trailer. That engine bay is awesome. There's an inline six that says blue flame on the top. Um, any thoughts on that, Jimmy? Oh, it's Joe? just sharp. I mean, I mean, I like that whole, you know, it's it's got that 50s uh, chic about it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's just a given for me, all of that. Yeah, definitely definitely encourage you to look at the picture of the auction. It's, the whole thing's just a uh, nostalgic throwback for me, and I just love the styling uh, of it. And uh, I'm just curious to see. Uh, where this thing's going to land, too. I mean, I have no, I have no uh, concept of what the value of one of these cars would be. So I'm fascinated to see where it's going to end up. Yeah, I like this. Good luck with the auction. That's a good pick. You know, just the blue flame thing reminds me of a kid named Mike that I went to high school with. He was always trying to throw a blue flame. You know, just carried a match with him wherever. Pretty dangerous kid. <laughs> it's a true story, man. I don't know how else to tell it. 
one thing I like about these older automobiles like this is that you can literally climb into the engine compartment. Uh, you can see all the hoses. Well, that's touch the thing the I don't like. Conversely, that's the thing I don't like about new cars. They put that plastic cover over there, and even though the same bits are below it, it's like don't don't violate this space, Shroud. right? Like, yeah, it's magic. There's magic yeah. under here. Don't what are they hiding? It. What yeah, are they hiding magic. under there? Alrighty, looks like it's my turn. I am looking at, and I've owned one of these. I shouldn't have sold it. It's a bummer, but it's a 2010. Porsche Cayenne GTS with no reserve. Current bid price is only $6,700. Uh, simply because this car has been in an accident, according to the Carfax, and it states that the accident was severe. So no telling what happened, but according to the comments, it's been you know checked out by a some sort of major Porsche repair shop down in Miami with no structural damage. Um, but the reason I selected this one is it is one that's been lifted it's got a Eurowise three inch lift kit some new wheels kind of a crazy livery that i'm not really in love with um, a lot of striping it says porsche in big letters on the side and i'm not a huge fan of that like one of my biggest pet pay peeves are license plates that tell you what the car is so if you have a you know Mercedes SL500 and you have the tag that says SL500 on it, probably time to switch that out because uh, we already know what kind of car it is. And so if you have a you know this livery and with the big letters of Porsche on the side, I think it's just a bit a bit too strong for me. But I would take the car, peel that vinyl off the bottom, and I'd be fine with the weird orange and gray stripe on it. Well, Ryan, how do you feel about uh, having uh, having it in big letters on the uh, on the tent on the front windscreen? Because that that's pretty classy, I think. You know, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I also I also like that quite a bit. As long as it tells me what kind of car it is, then I can see it in the front as it comes toward me. Because we have no tags on the front of the car in this state, and then as it drives away, I can also find out what kind of car it is just by looking at the license plate. It, 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 you're better off just letting people know what you're driving. Yeah. It's safer that way. But that these, way they know. I mean, this has one of the greatest motors, in my opinion, sound-wise, in any vehicle. It, this 4.8-liter V8, whatever they do to the exhaust, just rips. And I love it. I miss my Cayenne just for that reason, just to put your foot down and hear that sound. And then, you know, it's almost like we had a, a, a guy in here named Isaac that has a Mustang Am I saying that right, Jimmy? Mustang? Yeah. Mustang? Yeah. Yeah. M Mustang. Am I saying it right? Mustang? Well, you're a little strong on the T sound. I don't, I've never figured that one out, but it's okay. Mustang? Mustang? <laughs> I'll just take the T out. Yeah. You got your... a problem with the T? I'll just take it out. I don't care. Mustang. So Isaac has a Mustang and is as loud. And it's, it's kind of, it's his a little more obnoxious than the Porsche V8 some reason they've got it tuned just right sounds great so um, if this doesn't go up any higher in four days I'm gonna have to borrow $6,700 from from Jimmy uh, back, back to your point about the uh, Porsche lettering on the side and being able to see it to avoid accidents do you think they put the Porsche lettering on the side after the severe accident because that's what caused the accident somebody was driving and they're like what is that a Porsche I'm not sure and then bam accident Right, so it's a safety feature, right? <laughs> it's a safety feature, yes. I, I bet the I bet the rear end was not squared. 
uh, after the accident, after this severe accident. All right, Rich, we need you back. We need to have a real good peek at this. One, a professional eye. Hey, yeah, Rich needs to weigh on this because I'm still trying to figure out if it needs four tires or not. No one's commented yet on how fast the tires wear on this. We need to get that in there as well, so that would be a good yeah. comment. Um, but really, it just I didn't explain this in the beginning, but Jimmy, Joe, and I are all in the same room. We were meant to be at a podcast lounge that ended up being a table in the middle of a giant vendor floor with tons of noise, super awkward. So we found a quiet uh, room to sit in, but it's still, you know, three microphones going. Hopefully the echo cancellation is working properly. If not, unfortunately, this is the lesser of two evils, right? Yeah, that's where we are. So we apologize for the quality, but I also blame it on the sound editor. Yeah, the sound editor is going to have a great time. Um, (laughs) He will enjoy this. And you know what? This time I may just upload it and see what happens. So many of our listeners have commented on how good the audio quality is. Uh, Again and again, I get email after email at glwtapodcast at gmail.com about our amazing podcast and, and you know, how many people want to be on here. It's, uh, it's overwhelming sometimes. We'll get to you one at a time though. We appreciate the emails and, uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll respond in kind and we appreciate it. Yeah. Th- that's our email address. So, uh, I mean, I could repeat it again, but no one sent us an email yet. And it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun waiting for that email, but we're having a good time and that's all that matters. And we're grateful that you're tuning in. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Um, we've got uh, um, one more thought around Joe's Lada. Jimmy, didn't you say you had some keys built for your MG? Oh, yeah. So uh, when I had the twin cam delivered, I wanted a leather key fob, and I decided to get real fancy with it and have one that said twin cam and the same lettering that, that the uh, the emblem, you know, the emblem on the uh, cowl, the vent cowls, or right next to the vent cowls, on the car, I wanted to have the same lettering. So I do what, you know, folks these days do. And I got on the internet and I found a little site called Etsy. And then that, uh, that put me in touch with a fellow out of Russia who, uh, made me some key fobs, had those, uh, delivered. And I guess they're contraband now, right? Is that a, is that an illegal thing to have? Maybe. Sounds about right. But I think owning an MG more than one is illegal. It should be, yeah, but you know, it's a it's a sign of uh, disease for sure. It's a pathology. What are you going to do? I, if there's a cure, I haven't found it. Maybe a stop at Bucky's. You know, once in a while, it's a cure for that. Yeah, like a beef brisket sandwich at eleven thirty at night. Yeah, uh, that might. Uh, well, it'll be distracting. I'll tell you that much. Uh, the other thing uh, I like about Bucky's is that they sell all this wonderful uh, food. And then they make you go eat it out in your car. They're like, good luck with that. Good luck with the dinner. You know, it's the way they are. They should just make it like a car hop. Yeah. A car hop station out, all the the, uh, pumps you just order out there. Yeah. Gas up and then they bring it to you. Yeah. Gas up and gas up. That's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Just so those of you who have never been to a Bucky's that listen to this, you have to go one day. It is, it is a sight to see, and I don't know how to explain it. Love Bucky's. It. It's an epic experience. Uh, Ken in the background says you can get a camouflage cooler for $20. That seems like a pretty good deal, but I've never bought a camouflage cooler, so I don't have a reference point. 
do you ever really find it again when you purchase it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for it all morning. Lost forever, that camouflage cooler. $20 well spent, though. All right, Joe, you got any final thoughts for us this week on auctions, cars, anything that's going on? Yeah, I don't. I, I set myself a million-dollar budget to go looking for cars this time, and the uh, only one in addition to the Lada is the uh, Ford GT uh, that I found. It's up to 700000 so I'm hoping to stay under the million on those two cars. You might be able to get both of them for that. That'd be really good. Have your Lada for a daily driver and the Ford GT for towing the Lada around. Race day. Extra extra tires. Who knows? <laughs> what about you, Jimmy? Any final thoughts? I uh, just want to thank everybody again for tuning in and uh, uh, can't wait to see what that uh, Corvette brings. Good luck with the auction. Alrighty, thank you all for listening. Good luck to the auctions this week and we'll uh, see you next week. Hopefully we'll be the worst audience to look forward to it.